0: you are listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com okay round two name something that's not boring
1: a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
0: ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right, Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. the website for details.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family
2: Hello, everybody. I'm just going to let you know right now that there's going to be a lot of honesty in this week's episode in regards to just my feelings, my opinions about all the things here we're discussing today, whether it be about my tits, my mental health, my husband's sex dreams, my self-esteem, all of it. So buckle up. Baby, I'm not sugarcoating shit. Okay, A, my boobs. I just want to know, like I had to throw this out here because I just like want to know if other people with my boob size relate. So calling all women with a full C Cup. So I feel like I got these boobs, which, you know, I could go for some new ones, but these are not my real boobs. And I get asked that a lot. People are like, Are those your real boobs? Like they're great boobs. I get lots of compliments on the boobs. They look very real, but no, they are not. At least I think they do. And it's because I had a child suck on them. So it gave them a more realistic look than if they were just implanted on there and no one sucked some life out. You know, besides who's fucking me, this kid actually was like taking from me, you know? I'm giving him life while he's taking away. And the point is they look look good, they look fine, they look great, whatever. There's things I wish that were different about them, but I mean, we're not gonna go down that path. But the point of my tits is that, you know, I thought getting a boob job meant like I'm never gonna have to wear a bra again. And believe me, I don't wear a bra enough to the point that I'm concerned about it. I'm like, you know, gravity is a real fucking thing. I can see it. I'm 31 years old. Okay. I feel guilty about sleeping on my side for Christ's sake. I feel that just the fact that there's weight in them now, like no matter, you know, it's not some double D's weight, which, you know, I sometimes I see girls with those and I'm so jealous. And then sometimes I think about situations like this and I'm not. And it feels like literally all day long when I'm not wearing a bra and a cute little outfit that I can't wear a bra with, that my skin is just sagging. And sometimes they almost are just like, they're hanging off my fucking chest. Like I just want to hold them up and crave them like a baby. And maybe most women are like, duh, bitch, where have you been? It's called having tits. Well, I didn't have them until I was 27 years old. So I've only had boobs for four years. I'm really bad at math. It takes me a second. Crazy four years. Feels like I've had these my whole life. Well, I have definitely flashed them enough to make up for lost time. We'll be on vacation. Like I'll be out with my husband. I'm like, can I flash them? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like sometimes, but sometimes if he's drunk, he'll be like, go for it. And I'm like, yeah, boobs are a great thing. Boobs everyone loves boobs. Who doesn't love boobs? Small boobs, big boobs, all the boobs. And I asked my husband this. I go, is there like a, do you have a preference, like a nipple preference? Because one game night, a girl's game night, we were all talking about our boobs. And some girl was like, well, shut up. You have tiny nipples. I have these big pancake nipples. And I was like, ladies, I have asked my husband about a preference. And he has said that men appreciate all the boobies that it's like, it's like ice cream. There's different flavors, you know, and you can appreciate multiple, multiple flavors. You don't have to just pick a favorite flavor. And so remember that about your boobies. I literally do think it is as simple as taking your top off and it's just a win for them in general. Whether you feel like a million bucks or not, it's a it's a green light for them. There's not like a, how much do I like this? It's just like, yes, green. So girls, take your tops off more. I'll tell you right now that I am a nude sleeper as well as my husband. And I really do think that it makes like, it's an, it's intimacy while sleeping. And before you gag and throw up, like sometimes there's not a lot of time in the day for that to happen every day. Okay. It is something that's like watering the lawn. You have to fucking put in the effort sometimes. And so I think sleeping naked, coming together at the end of the night even when you're fucking angry, it's just like you sleep naked because honestly, I'm fucking hot and I like don't like all of the layers. It's just, it's just a habit now. But something about a naked snuggle is just so primal. Like I don't know what, you know, do you watch naked and afraid? Like you just need the body warmth to come together. Like you come together for the body warmth and it feels good and you're under the covers and you're just more likely to get your body caressed since there's no clothing on it it just works out in everyone's favor. Unless, you know, men, you've got to be able to not always poke her with a boner. You know, know? like I could see how some guys would do that. I remember I was in a relationship where it was literally like the man, the, he would tell me he wants to have sex by poking me with his dick, like a, hello, I'm here. Like it was like, the only way it became his way of initiating sex. And I was like, this isn't, this, this isn't fun. So guys, if you are doing that and you're just, it's like, How some women complain about I can't get a massage for my husband without like him thinking it has to turn into sex, which half of me feels bad for you not wanting that to turn into that. But I know we all have our poopy shit days that we just are like, this, all I want is to decompress and not be entered. So, You just need to communicate that. Communication will solve all of that right there. Because nobody deserves blue balls. I really do feel like that. And maybe that'll piss some people off. But I I really don't. Blue balls goes both ways. And I know that girls don't have balls. But sexual frustration can definitely go both ways. And it doesn't feel good. So if you're not going to do it for Christ's sakes, go buy the man a tinga. At a fucking sex store, isn't that funny? Do you know what a tinga is? I just like made myself giggle inside of my head. I have bought two men, including my husband, a tinga, and it's like not cool. It's so fucking not cool. Okay, it is like a bucket, like a cum bucket, like a. <laughs> it's like. A- it's like a sleeve. It's not, it doesn't even look like a pussy. Like there's nothing hot about this contraption. And so I think the hottest way you would use the tinga is like you use the tinga on him. I know I'm like Google a tinga. It is so weird. Think of like a way less cool, cheap fleshlight. That's what it is. And it is just like, I don't know, there's just something not hot about it. But I remember getting one when I was like really young for a boyfriend and thinking, I'm like, I just bit, like, it doesn't matter. I went to the sex store and bought something. I'm a freak. But honestly, not, they're so not cool. And like, so not hot, I don't think. And I think the people I'm that are buying the, the flashlights, like I want to meet them. And the people that are buying the literal molds of like an ass and a vagina and it's fucking silicone and they're fucking it. I don't want to meet that person at all. And if you are listening, I'm so sorry that I am totally fucking judging you. So don't tell people. Maybe that's what you should take away from this is take that to your fucking grave. More power to you go buy whatever you want, but if you want to thrive socially or make give, you know, make sure a woman doesn't feel terrified of that you're like a dateline killer don't tell people I don't know I would suspect um, it would be more like socially acceptable to hire a prostitute than to buy one of those they're not cheap they're like three hundred dollars for fucking silicone and flesh skin shaped like a butt that you put some your wiener in we're really going down a rabbit hole of the toys and all the things so I just need to just end this I 100% do not recommend the Tenga or any sort of Pussy Pocket. Just let them put it in you or just say, use your fucking hand and my St. Ives lotion, sweetie, that's in the bathroom because mom is going to bed. I don't know what you do. Possibly show self-control. I don't know. Pick something. Okay, horny family, do you want <clears throat> to know a very humiliating but very fucking hilarious story that I knew would be funny. I knew, and this happened a year ago, okay? I just now got over it. No, but I knew on the couch when I was sobbing and pouting with my husband butt naked. We're both butt naked. He's sitting by me, consoling me, And I knew with the angry face and while I was, you know, briefly Googling divorce attorneys, I knew that one day I was going to get a nice little chuckle out of this. And he got a chuckle out of it, you know, six hours later. Uh, You know, I laughed with him. I won't lie, I laughed with him. (laughs) But I also had a scar, okay? I also had a scar. A scar, half of it turns, turned me on, still turns me on. Like I'm turned on by the whole thing. Half of me wants to eat glass and shove my head through a brick wall and watch my, just me disintegrate into the wall like that. Or maybe like put a flame up to that part of my brain and it can burn it out forever. It was literally like my, I watched my husband fuck another person basically. And, you know, maybe that's something that I get off to and that we like, you know, do little story times and it's just wonderful for me. But when you see it, it's a little different. And I, okay, let me just back up. This is, I know he did not, but basically and the little fucking liars like, no, baby, I was, I was dreaming about you, baby. I swear to God, I thought we were bulking I don't buy that shit for one fucking minute. Let me catch up for anybody who's not following or just because I'm a horrible storyteller. One innocent fucking night or just one night, innocent Jordan was laying in bed next to her husband, naked, of course, per usual, and... I wasn't sleeping too deeply that evening because I remember like I was I think I was just like sleeping lightly, but Derek was talking in his sleep. And I was like, shut up, you're talking. And I swear he says that, like he laughs and is like, you're fucking crazy bullshit. But he's just gaslighting the shit out of me. Because I I swear to God I heard him say, wow, okay. And I was like, I oh, always Pamela Anderson's probably showing him his tits or a wannabe, you know, like he's probably just dreaming about a fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the middle of the night and feeling crazy. I drift off and I think it was obviously moments later because I was quickly awoken and horrified and screaming like it. I I feel a splash, like a wetness. Like it was like Derek gets up and like Ejaculates all over me. And this is so funny. I told him I was going to tell this story. I don't know if he knows how detailed, like I'm explaining it, but my husband comes all over my fucking back in the bed. And I'm like, you just had sex in your dream and that was a pullout and you don't pull out with me. So who the fuck were you fucking? (laughs) Now, what happened was I think I awoke a a sleeper, like a sleepwalker, sleep, like I awoke awoke a person who was not. I mean he was probably like what the fuck. And do you know how like I've had sex dreams and about random fucking people people that I like wouldn't even fuck, you know. And I, you know, have no grace and no sympathy. It's just pure horror and hatred. And I'm thinking of, you know, me being a single mom and like, what state do I think I want to live and raise my child in? And how is that going to be with co-parenting? Like, you know, the whole thing (laughs) that I'm never going to fucking recover from Uh, you know, this cum stain on my back that is like, you know, the stain is now permanent. It's a permanent stain on my heart. You know, I'm a scar on my soul. I'm just fucked up. I'm basically fucked up now. And you know, that didn't last very long. That was probably about 15 minutes. And then I regained consciousness. He was very disoriented and was like, what just, what happened? I'm like, you just came on me and he was like trying not to, he was like, Saul, I was very upset, and he's like, baby, I was dreaming that we were fucking, like I swear to God, and I'm like over my dead body, like you know what, you just were on Hudson's life, and Hudson's gonna die in the morning because you're a fucking liar who's gonna burn in hell. It is what it is, I've gotten off to it thinking about it actually, Um, I hate him for it, I know he couldn't help it, And I also don't even know who the dream was about, but boy, do I let my mind wander in a very toxic way, in a very toxic way. So after I like cry on the couch while, you know, we're just naked and like, poor fucking dear. And like, no, why should I say poor him? Okay. Like he's no. No. You know, this is all his fault. (laughs) This is all his fucking fault. I'm like, you couldn't have wandered over and found my nude body to shove your boner in? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, your subconscious didn't know I was nearby because it wasn't me in the dream. So tell me the truth before I go buy a lie detector or no, we're going to hire a lie detector. I'm not saying this part. Maybe I said all of that up till like the lie detector part. But guys, like it was like I was tripped the fuck. I mean, I was I'm Jordan. I'm a Libra. I was just the scales were all over the place. I'm like, there's dry jizz on my back. Okay. It's 3am. I don't know if I'm manic, if I'm depressed, if I'm, I don't know what the fuck I am. Am I stoned still? I don't know. Who knows if I ate an edible before bed that night. You know, I wished it was a night that I took a fucking Ambien That's what I wish it was. Cause then I would have just slept right through that shit. And I wouldn't have known. I would have thought, I would have thought I blacked out and had sex. That's what I fucking would have thought and just scraped the cum off, didn't miss a fucking beat. But no, no. There I am. I can play it back. I think if you can play the memory back that well, you have trauma. Have you ever faked? Okay, I have a. I have a great idea. Toxic tip. Toxic tip. Here we go. Fake a wet dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really exposed myself. <laughs> Fake a wet dream. Do a little moan. Do a little kick. 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 Do a little twitch. <laughs> Act like you're really turned on in your sleep and back up on that. People are like, what the fuck is going on? Now, guys, we ended that story. Let's pivot.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
2: friendships this episode and you know I feel like talking about girls being girls being friends with other girls it can leave a lot of room for opinion or judgment on the situation whatever it may be and I just have to not even fucking care because people will have their opinion on whatever and I can do anything about it. So, you know, the people in my life are in my life for a reason and the people that are not in my life are not in my life for a reason. And I want to share a experience with y'all that I had. I know this is a relationships slash comedy uh, podcast. Uh, but I mean, we talk about relationships here, and relationships aren't always funny. So that just is what comes with it. Sometimes you deal with some shit, and sometimes you come across people that it just energetically you find out if something is draining you. Or I think, as an empath or a people pleaser, um, it's easy to find yourself in situations where you go, I've overcommitted or this is not even a relationship I desire at all in my life and brings me more burden than joy. And making that decision to cut that person out of your life, I would struggle with like feeling really bad about that. But now I don't. Now I feel confident enough to know as I'm almost 32 that just you're not going to make everybody happy. And I always, I moved a lot growing up and I think I just wanted everyone to be my friend. And I and I was good at becoming a chameleon around people and being adaptable which a lot, I mean, now I love that as an adult. It helps me in social situations. It's awesome for networking and I enjoy myself. I can genuinely enjoy myself around every group of people, mostly. (laughs) Not every group of people, but mostly like I can just coexist for sure. Now, there's a difference between being able to network, mingle, have a great time, be the party girl, and then, you know, calling these girls every day and them playing a major role in your life and leaning on them and bringing them into your family. So with friends, I'm definitely have found myself a quantity, oh, no, no, that's not the right one, quality over quantity and that I have struggled and I've talked about this in episodes before. Finding women who I find comparable to the women that I grew up with, who have seen Jordan and like all the like the layers that have made at me and me knowing them like the trust that I have with those women I can't imagine, you know, meeting someone and just trusting them that much. But I mean, I'm definitely not opposed to it, but I think I I definitely have trust issues. <laughs> I definitely do. I definitely have fucking trust issues. And with this story, I mean, I'll let you make the the call. There was like besides just like it being something I wasn't enjoying, I it was a three strikes scenario. I gave three strikes for this girl and then after that, I was like okay, no mas. I'm not going to try again and get burned again. Even if it wasn't like burn, it was just like major inconvenience, upsetting, caused issues at home. Like there was several things. So the first thing that happened with this girl, so I met this girl in a community event, at a community event, if you will, being vague. Okay. So I met this girl and she's very outgoing, um, but very very str- like intimidating almost. She's I think she's an Aries, but she's like a Leo rising. So if you know, you know. Leos are so much fun to be around. I don't know if the combination made it a lot, but anyways, she's very extroverted. Okay. Very social, social butterfly, but it was a lot of, a lot of things weren't adding up over time. And then, uh, the lady doth protest too much. What's that little quote? She was the type of girl that I would ask, like, well, is this normal? Like, like going to her talking about girl shit. So girls, I don't need to explain to you what talking to each other about our girl shit, like marriage, going at home. And I am definitely pro not being a shit talker because I could do a whole episode on how the terrible things that can come from being a shit talking wife, but your girlfriends, it like, kind we vent about shit. We're moms. Our kids can be fucking assholes. Our husbands can be fucking idiots. Okay. And so I would get the response from her. Like, I don't want to brag, but like, you know, we are having sex every day. She was just very like, we don't really have any issues at all. And I remember we were at, we, me and a couple of girls were out eating. We were at getting wings and drinks, okay, beer and wine. And we were all getting kind of vulnerable at the table, drinking, we're laughing, and we're all talking. And then I go, hey, girlfriend, what's, but what's your issue? Like, so what are your issues? Because we had all been like going and then powwowing, and she's just kind of like, you know, giving advice, but there's no, she's not opening up so that we can see her a little bit and a bit of an Erica Jane, if you will. Okay. And so I go, what are your issues? Like me being a Garcelle to Sutton asking you where you got your money from if you don't get the housewives references, I'm sorry. And she looked at me and she's like, I don't really have any issues. And I was like, Oh my God, she has so many fucking issues. And I was like, okay, so like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, what is something that you struggle with at home or are you insecure about anything? Like, do you have a brain, a heart, a soul? Like, is there anything that you like, what's going on? And I'm that kind of friend. Like if we're going to be like friends, like you're my girl, like you're my home girl, you got to be able to go deep with each other. You know, I don't, the small talk just does not do it for me at all. I definitely don't think, I think there's a time and a place. Like sometimes I just want to party and have fun and be goofy. But if I can't go there with you, then lame. She just like was not the person that feels good to go to to talk about your problems because she's going to like, she doesn't relate to them. She's going to, you know, advise you to Jesus. And then her actions are not very Jesus-like. So more on that. So the first strike she got for me was that she caused a little riff between one of the girls at the community events, which literally ended up making... So much drama. So much drama. And this girl told me she, she she was very like suave. Like what can we name this girl? Let's just call her Mary. Okay, Mary. So Mary, if you know you know the OG horny fam should. This is like a clue. Go look back and find out. Mary always said she was not about drama. She said that her mom was like addicted to drama. And then when she told me that, I was like, hmm, usually the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Usually the people that say the D word the most are around the D. Just like an episode, No New Friends, the girl cheers to me when we went out to dinner for a girl's night and said to no drama. And I go, who the, f- is that a normal cheers people do when you go out for a girl's night? No drama. Like, n- do you mean like you don't want me to go to the hospital tonight from alcohol poisoning? Or do you mean like you're going to get in a fight with me? Like I'm scared. <laughs> that is like, ladies, jot this down. If a girl says that she hates drama, doesn't like hanging around girls that are drama, you know, the, she says that word too much, just fucking raunch, block her. Well, shit, I just said it a lot, so don't block me. But um, you'll see. I guess you don't even have to do that. You'll get to see, you know, what fruits bear from the relationship you have. And I never, ever, ever pass up a moment to look back inward and go, what does this say about Geordie cakes? So let's continue so that you can all, you know, stay along with my ADHD mind. So Mary just caused some like drama in the group where I was really conflicted and I like didn't know, like I felt in the middle, like j- like literally the, uh, one of the girls is calling me, the other girl's calling me and I'm in the middle and I'm both of their friends and I don't want don't to wanna shit on either of them because I don't want something to hurt either of my friendships separately, like without them, like they don't need to hang out with each other, you know, not my problem, but they would both go to me and it was just so... So annoying, but this girl, Mary, she pursued me. She pursued me as a friend. She was kind, she was generous, she was hilarious. Like, the girl has me giggling, like bent over. She's a good time to be around. I just noticed something that was really pivotal though, to me, or like eye opening, whatever, is Mary with her husband was not Mary with girl time. It was different. And Mary one-on-one was different than Mary in a girl setting. And I can see that, you know, like how that could be like easily like, okay, sure. Lots of girls are like that, but it wasn't, it was not a positive thing. It was something that bothered me. It was in a group girl setting. She, I almost felt a little bullied. Um, I felt like I was made to feel small, uh, picked on me, uh, Bossed me, or it was—it was a very like dominating relationship over me, and I kind of felt like in a group setting she wanted everyone to know that like this is my girl, and I just took it as like she's a lover, you know, and that's just her personality. Uh, And I then when we hung out in a double date setting, I just fell in love with her more. And it was just so enjoyable. I really thought for a minute that we would be very close friends because our husbands got along and we got along. And I did previously mention to my husband that I had felt uh, intimidated by her in a group setting that I felt like she was a lot and like overbearing. And he was the one who go, maybe it's the group setting for her, right? You don't know how she feels in the group setting. And the reason I gave her a strike, as I like to call it, for the drama that occurred with the friend was because she said that she doesn't remember if she said the thing that she said that hurt the girl's feeling really bad, that would hurt probably anybody's feelings, and she does not remember saying it. And I totally think it sounds like something she would send. and I don't think the girl's lying, because the, the girl's not lying, but that got her feelings hurt, and she really would not own it. It was amnesia all the way, but you know what? We just chalked it up. I didn't even think of it as, she gets a strike. It was just the first thing where I was like, bullshit, girlfriend. Like, you fucking know, but okay, so you don't remember. Like, I did not believe the shit she was dishing. I thought that she just didn't like that girl, which she doesn't like that girl, and didn't really give a fuck, and so I guess I didn't care, because you don't have to like everybody, so whatever, not my problem. Now strike two was definitely the big, the big X for me and the shitty part for y'all guys is I'm not ever going to feel comfortable sharing this story out here. Uh, I, I just don't, it's, it's off topic. I mean, it's off limits in my opinion and it's not funny at all. But I will tell you this, ladies, the lesson I'm going to give to y'all. If a girl ever fucking does not have your back in a moment where she should have your back, you know, see it for what it is. Like if a girl straight up does not respect girl code in front of your fucking face and then the next day pulls the I don't remember card for the second time, just take it for what it is. I wish I wouldn't have given her a second chance after she showed me that when i looked at her to have my back in front of somebody she just stayed completely silent in a moment where everyone knew i needed her just just to get out of the fucking car and if she hears that she'll she'll know what i meant and no one else needs to, but I'll say this. It was the next day, this girl apologizes to me and for she knows, I mean, her husband was mad at her. I was mad at her. Like It was not a good night for anyone. It was one of those nights. It really was a bad night and I wish so fucking bad. I can tell you, you know what guys, maybe one day, but not today. Just jot this down and take notes if they violate go girl code, you gotta, you gotta put a system in place to see, like, how, how many times are you gonna do this? Like, if that's not a friend, you know, that's just a burden at that point. Just someone that's, you don't want in your life. And life for me with two fucking kids, well, a stepson half the time, a fucking four year old, a husband, this podcast that I love so fucking much, and all the day to day shit, like, Social life is something I have to try, like work at, to pencil in. And I am not penciling in bitches I don't want to be around. Who fucking cares what so-and-so is going to say about you or call you? It does not matter. And I get caught up sometimes in like people's feelings and worrying what they're going to say, but I swear to God, the older I get, the more I realize it's just a waste of time. Be around who you want to be around. Who do you have fun around? You know who doesn't bring shit shows into your life. So yeah, I, I'm sorry to you horny family that I couldn't go further into the strike two, but it was bad. And the worst part was that the next day when she does call, like she knew I was mad, and there was a cooling off period, uh, and she. She said, I don't remember. And I could, I go, I like, I watched what she consumed that night. Like, no, I wasn't counting her alcohol, but she did not seem. First, the girl tells me she can out drink me any day. Like, n- she had no consistency, is basically what it was. There wasn't consistency in her stories and what she said in regards to her marriage, all these things. And, I don't know. I'm just a person who I am too curious and too annoyed by people who are not authentic. Does not mean you have to wear your heart on your sleeve. Doesn't mean you have to go word vomit your whole life or be like me and be an open book. Like I have friends that are very private people that would rather die than come talk to me on this podcast right now. So it is not about, I need to be friends with people who lack tact. I mean, like I, just the fake, the fake is what's not fun. The worse than fake is a liar. So that's like out does fake is a liar. I could have more respect for the fake part. Okay, guys, and strike three. Do you want to hear strike three? Strike three is when I knew that this, I no longer, and I can tell you this story, and um, it's not very flattering either, um, oh, God, I made such a shit talk. I guess I'm going to have to put this as a moody Monday because I'm being so negative. Womp, womp, womp. I'm sorry, guys. We'll switch it up Monday, uh next Monday. Moody Monday for now, it is. Strike three is a more of a fun story to tell. Okay, but yeah, I knew I never had to pursue this relationship again. It was like my get out of friendship card basically <laughs> I sound like a card. But it was. It was like now perfect. Now if I all have to just tell my husband and he won't let me hang out with her anymore. Perfect. Yes, yeah, sorry. I was that bitch. I was that bitch. I used that card and I played it. Or I guess that's what using the card means. So It was, we, that had gotten over. She apologized. I did not believe her one fucking moment that she didn't remember, but I had another person to blame more than her for that night. And so that was why. No, but there were, I had to actually look inward and see a lot, um, a lot, that second strike had a lot deeper shit going on in it that I, that's why I'm not talking about it. But we got over it and so she asked me to come over for a girls game night and so I go over to it and it was like separate from this community event we do. It was like just a a group of girls that she had invited to her house. Her kitchen was being uh, renovated or like they were fixing something but it was being renovated like it was shut off, no kitchen to use. So we're at our house, sitting on the back porch, talking. And you know, a lot of the combo at one point did get on like Jesus saving their lives and like Jesus changing their hearts. And there's nothing against that. Like, my mother was a woman who loved Jesus passionately. So I am not hating on any of that. I just want you to keep that in mind because I have consistently not seen these actions line up with that. But that they would say, well, we're all sinners and fall short and human. And I completely agree with that. But just how this night went after the little Jesus talk, it was just a joke to me, basically. And the women I was with, they have been married both for a long fucking time, like 14, one's married like 14 years, one's married 18 years. Like they're like a long motherfucking time. Okay. Okay. And I have been married three years. We've been together six years, which I feel like is a fucking eternity. So, uh, but there I'm like, so I can't even imagine what the fuck that they feel like. And Mary was a virgin when she got married. So like, holy shit balls. So is, so is her husband. So, I mean, a part of me was like, maybe this is why she acts like this. So I'm hungry and I'm like, hey, let's go to, let's call it Rogers. It's like, I'm just a bar that's on the street. Let's go to Rogers. So we go to Rogers to get some wings and a beer. And this was the same place that I asked her when she had issues and said she doesn't have issues. And it wasn't in a cheeky way. It was in like a weird ass way. And we go there and this is a story, you guys. This is a story. We sit down and two gentlemen come in. One guy's kind of cute. He's he's cute, he's young, he's tan. He's got like the this beautiful hair, like this gorgeous hair. I can see why now that one of what the other girl was doing. She was like groping his hair and th- replaying his hair in my head. Chef's kiss. Beautiful hair. Um, He walks in and then another like super like Pillsbury Doughboy all the way baby face boy. he, He had to be like 21, 22. Both of them had to be 20, 21. Not not a day older than 22, okay? Not a day older than 22. I'm 32, and those women are both older than me, okay? And, um, Mary's like 36, and the other girl, let's call her Jill. Uh, Jill is 40, okay? So Mary and Jill are horny housewives. God bless them. Supposedly, they both get laid all the time all the time. They have way more wild sex lives than I do. And it just, I'm fascinated by it. I'm partially like praying to, I think, I think that once my child goes to school and isn't here every single day, sucking our soul dry, then maybe I will have sex every day too. But yeah, I don't have sex every single day these girls are saying sometimes multiple times a day, one of them has four children. Like what the fuck? Like what the, is this real? If it is, I'm so fucking jealous and I'm so sad. Like I'm so sad now. Can somebody save my ship? If that is, is something wrong with me? Is something wrong with me? Please DM, slide into the DM and say, tell me, tell me. I welcome constructive criticism, objectifying me, telling me I'm beautiful. I'm I'm here for whatever whatever you want to tell me. Okay. God, I sound as slutty as these bitches were this night. But the funny part is is like if you saw me out like I am not a fucking whore. Like I'm I'm a married woman. I am. I am a married lady and I take pride in that, I guess. Like I'm I'm fine here. I got I I know what I'm doing, you know? I yeah, okay. If a guy flirts with me, do I like it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fucking like it. Uh when a really hot guy checks me out, do I like it? Dou- like I'm not a dumb bitch. Like okay, I I have a soul and a pussy. And you all know I have a damn libido. But I'm not like I don't go out and talk to other guys. I'm like I don't go I treat my husband exactly the way that I would want him to treat me in a social setting. So if I'm going out and I'm going in around, like going out and it's a bar, there's, I could get in that situation to go mingle. I don't, I, Mingle with who I came with. Like, I'm not looking to go meet some guy and play in hot water because that is what it is. You can disagree with me if you want, but I totally call fucking bullshit. And I know there's the harmless flirting, but I don't, I think there's someone in the equation that doesn't feel harmless, that totally is down to fuck. And I wouldn't want to walk into a bar and see my husband harmlessly flirting and checking out big tits McGee in the corner and getting a boner and coming home and fucking me thinking about her. Okay. He needs to stay with his friends at the fucking, watch the TV, watch the fucking TV and drink your drink. And Oh, there's a hot girl. Cool. You're not having her come sit in your fucking lap. Okay. Admire God's beauty and then turn your head back to the baseball game. Because I know damn well, my husband would murder me, murder me if he came in to that place that we were at and saw me chummy wummy with... Padre from the kitchen. Okay, which by the way, both of these guys worked at this place. They were not on duty working, but they worked there. Okay, so I went on this tangent about my my set of standards, beliefs, morals, values, whatever in my marriage, because this is what fucking happened. These girls were ready to like get their clit rubbed. It fo- seemed like, but they they insisted it was harmless. But I was tripped out because of the selection of men as well and that we were two minute walk from our home i was just like lord have mercy these ladies are a liability if we went to the coast and and went to the little pub fisherman pub and you meet Fisherman Paul, who just got his catch, and he's feeling fucking fire, and wants to buy your fish and chips and cocktails all night, by golly, go for it. Go put a song on the jukebox and do a little dance for him. I don't care. I would probably do that. And my husband would probably be 100% okay with it. But this was different. Like this... (laughs) I need to tell the story. Okay. We sit down. The, the, these guys sit down behind us and Mary makes a joke saying like the dumbest joke ever. She said a joke and I was like, oh my God, was she? is she hitting on them? Was that her line? It was really, I'm like, this really shows that she was married 18 years, but I guess it works for 21 year old guys, but I don't know. So she's like, did y'all come, are y'all coming, did y'all come here together? Like some gay joke to them. And it wasn't funny at all. And they were like, "What? What the fuck?" And I wish you could have saw my face when I did that. And the reason she asked this stupid question or joke was because we were waiting to get a seat outside. It was popping that night, so there was my my neighbor. So I've talked about a Karen in previous episodes, and her husband, who is lovely, hilarious, slightly condescending, but married to such a bitchy, fake Karen. Just yeah. Well, he was there. And so I was like, oh, the neighbors are there. Um, <clears throat> but whatever, just wave. Hello. Hi. How are you? Nice to see you. Whatever. Small talk. We get a seat outside. And then those boys that she like made the joke at, like she was definitely like digging his chili. They were like, ooh, he's cute. And I didn't think either of them were cute because my brother is their age. And so I'm just "Mm, don't feel bad. I'm, I like older men. Like Derek is like the minimum age limit for me. I like the daddies. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I want, I wanted that kid's dad. That's who I would have wanted. Anyways, shut the fuck up, Jordan. They sit like kind of near our table, like really close. And They're intoxicated. Mary and Jill are... They're not feeling... I'm not feeling as good as them. And I thought it was girls' night. Like, having fun. Like, let's eat wings and cheese and pretzels. And they are fixated on these boys. That is what they want. They go over and they sit there and I'm sitting by myself at the table because I know my neighbor who talks to my husband all the time is sitting two tables down and you bet your bottom dollar ass, I am not going to be fucking seen sitting at a table with two boys, with two drunk bitches with their hands all up on them. Like, that's what it was like at by the end of the night Jill had her hands all through Homeboy's hair and one of them was saying yeah I, oh Mary was like, yeah, I'd fuck him, like to him. And I was like, oh, I would would stab my husband if he did that. And y'all can say whatever you want. Like, oh, Jordan's got her panties in a twist. Oh, Jordan's up her husband's ass. Actually, I think that just makes me like a good person and a good wife and a person who has integrity. And I firmly, firmly believe you reap what you sow and in karma, karma. And that if you do it, you should expect the same fucking shit back. And so I just don't play like that. I keep my side of the street clean and I'm not going to tell this guy. I wouldn't tell any guy, even if my vagina was singing hymns because he was so gorgeous. I would just keep that to myself. Okay. And the only person that would make my vagina sing is probably at this point, Travis Barker, because I really have a Kravis thing going on right now. And so Derek, we have a celebrity hall pass. If a celebrity ever came in the mix, like you have, we have 100%, you, we have each other's blessing. So I'm not worried about it, but I said something guys, you know, I was eating my wings. I'm eating my wings, looking at these dumb girl, these, I mean, I really like Jill, uh, it did. I was tripped out by her that night, but like she owned the shit out of it. And guess what Mary said? I don't remember anything. And I just wanted to slap her. I just want you can't pull it a third time in a row, Mary. Like we were there. We were there. You were there. We we were drinking together. Like don't, you are, you can out drink both of us. Stop it. So now guys, can you see how I'm not like, um, it's just not my people. Like I don't feel bad for telling this story now. I'm beginning. I was like, Oh, I feel bad. I'm telling this. Now I'm like, no, fuck this shit. Anyways. So I said something. I was like, Oh, what Christian ladies I'm having girls' night with, and I thought that was funny because I'm like, look at the like it was like they were for girls that are getting laid every day by their husbands, they sure weren't acting like it because it seemed like they were two fucking unspayed cats that were just moaning. I could smell it. Like I know I'm being a wonderful storyteller right now, but I've like the inner it was like okay, I felt like I was giving off the vibe of like, come on, let's let's lose them and go back to girls' night. I started making like little hints. Okay, I know how to make a hint. I was making hints and trying to say like, come on, like acting irritated. Mary walks around to me after I said the Christian ladies comment. It was hilarious. I think it really got her attention. And yeah, there was one point her face got. Wild. I go, I would hate if my husband was doing what y'all are doing. And she walks over and she's like, Are you okay? Like, you're... I go, I thought we were doing like girls night. Like y'all have been up these guys' asses. Like it smells like desperation in here. This isn't cute. Like if, like people, like they look like two old ladies who are smitten over these two young boys who think that they might have an orgy tonight. And I guarantee you they would have, they would have probably regretted it. They probably wouldn't have even been like high-fiving after. They probably would have been like, what the fuck? Anywho, I don't think that Mary and Jill were trying to to fuck them. I don't think that. Let me clarify that. But boy, oh boy, was was it not fun to watch. And it was not very cute to watch. And it didn't feel good. It felt icky. And I was like, okay, so this is where I get to actually rip the Band-Aid off and not be friends with Mary anymore so Mary can go back to church. That was mean. I'm not a church hater. I just, I thought it was a funny way to end it. But yeah, after that, the one thing I I regret personally in all of it, I have one regret and one regret only. And it was so how I like cut her out of my life. I wish I would have done it in a more mature way and reached out to her at 9am or answered one of her calls or her text and done it like professionally or I mean no with grace and respect instead of ghost her and then one night with liquid wine courage I say hey this one ain't worth saving for me. That was a little bit like almost verbatim. And that I just don't believe the amnesia bullshit that everything that, you know, happens that isn't, that you have to end up apologizing for, you don't remember. And I just don't think it's cool. And I, you know, I'm 32. I don't have to put energy into a friendship that I don't want to. And that, really was how I said it. And that was really, 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 really straightforward. And I do wish that I would have maybe softened it because why not? I think I, I think I'm coming to a realization of the positive that can come from maybe delivering something a little softer to a person. And I want to do better at that. And so I am disappointed if I could go back, I would change that. But I didn't. So that was how I did it, and that's how it ended. So, ooh, yeah, that was a shit talking Moody Monday story. My back fucking hurts. I am stoned. I was hitting my pin just like a chief. Uh, Derek took the boys to a baseball game. So that's like three and a half hours. So, like, I'm just chilling like a villain. It's not nighttime. It feels like it's nighttime. So that's terrifying that I have to continue on this day. Next Monday, I'm going to catch you up on just how the fuck I am. What the fuck is up? What's going on? There's something I can't like tell you exactly when it's happening yet, but there's going to be an interview that I've never been so excited for. I can't wait to tease it later and just just see how you like the tease, but I can't say anything yet. So I'm going to get to talk to her tonight or tomorrow night, actually. So you'll get to hear something soon. Next Monday, tune in for sure to find out. To everyone listening, I love you so fucking much. And if you love me just half as much as I love you for listening and being a part of this community, leaving me a review or not even a review, just tapping five stars, whichever you like, both help me so, so much. Both preferably, of course, subscribing. You'll get my episodes every Monday. Go to Spotify if you're an Android person or if you just fucking like Spotify and you can follow me on there. Really helps so, so, so much. If you have any question, confession, request, whatever the fuck it is, you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram or thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and there is a request and confess button you click and you can truly anonymously submit whatever the fuck you want. Okay, guys, I love you so much. I will see you next Monday. I hope you don't stay horny. I hope you get laid. Remember, cut out any bitch that's draining your energy in a bad way. And what else? Show your tits to your husband more. That's what.